The Church of Christ in Mona Heights presents Christ for Jamaica. Man of sorrows, what a name for the Son of God who came, ruined sinners to reclaim. Hallelujah, what a Savior. A good morning to you, my friend. Welcome to Christ for Jamaica, presented jointly at this time on Radio Jamaica by the Church of Christ in Mona Heights and the Jamaica School of Preaching and Biblical Studies International. This program is presented for the express purpose of saying a word on behalf of Jesus Christ. I'm Gladwin Kudu, and with me in studio is Brother Tito Williamson, and we pray that you and your family will have a truly blessed and uplifting Lord's Day. At a time like this, we know that Jesus Christ is the way. Jesus Christ himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. Now, this is an important statement by our Savior. You want to go to heaven? Pay attention to the life and teachings of Jesus Christ. See how he dealt with adversity challenges in life, see his prayer life, and see how he avoided sin and walked in the path of righteousness. So this morning, let us rise looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Great is thy faithfulness, O God my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. On Christ for Jamaica, we present a cappella music every time. And this morning, music is provided by David Henry from its CD, Hymns from the heart. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Let's go to God in prayer. Most righteous, eternal Father God, we indeed bow before you at this time. Father, thank you for allowing us to be alive in this moment in time. Father, truly, we thank you for all the provisions that you have made for us. Father, for loving us, sending your Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. Father, as we listen to a portion of your words this morning, Father, truly, we ask you to clear our hearts and our minds that, Father, your words 
will be impactful to us and in a way such that we should change for you. Father, we pray for those who have lost loved ones. Father, especially the Sharp family, Michael Sharp. Father, we ask you to guide and protect them at this time in their grief. And truly, Father, help us to focus more on you because of this time. Father, you have called all men everywhere to repent and to turn to you. Father, we ask you to bless us this morning as we prepare for worship, to prepare to listen to your words. Father, bless Brother Kidu as we dispense your word this morning. Forgive us of our sins. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. What a fellowship, what a joy divine. On Christ for Jamaica, we advertise it. We provide food for the soul. Jesus Christ said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. This morning on Christ for Jamaica, we present a lesson entitled, Understanding and Dealing with Envy. Understanding and Dealing with Envy. So, get your Bible. Wake your family. Call a friend. Let's study God's words together once more. I'm glad we could do, and we welcome you to Christ for Jamaica. A good morning to you all and a warm welcome to our first-time listeners and, yes, to our many returning listeners, some of which, some of whom have been listening to this program for many, many years. Truly, these are very difficult and challenging times. Let's not forget those who are suffering from the effects of the Sufre volcano in St. Vincent in the Eastern Caribbean. We got a chance to speak with some of the preachers from that island, and it's very, very difficult. There are church buildings that have collapsed. There are homes that have collapsed under the weight of the ash from the volcano. And uh, so many have been displaced. We also must remember the people of Barbados who are suffering from that same ash. St. Lucia similarly, and even as far east as Grenada. They are feeling the effects of the volcano. We thank God that there has been no yet reported loss of life or injury. But we need to help, we need to pray for them, and we need to do whatever we can to assist. Also, we in sympathy remember Michael Sharp, who just passed a few days ago. We express our sympathy to his family, his friends, the colleagues at Radio Jamaica. Michael, I've known for decades and we're really sad to hear of his passing. His passing, the COVID-19 pandemic, the eruption in St. Vincent of the volcano, truly challenges our view of life or faith. And it is a time like this that we must double down and pay attention to the Word of God. 
The word of God is like food for the soul. The devil would love to use this pandemic to cause millions to drift away from God, to people to think that there's no God. But Jesus Christ made a promise, and he never breaks a promise. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 20, he said, Lo, I am with you always, talking to his disciples. I am with you always, even unto the ends of the age. So, a program such as this is designed to help us to stay close to Almighty God and to pay attention to his words. The devil is trying to create havoc all over. And one of the means of him creating havoc is through this spreading of certain types of diseases of the heart. This disease that we'd like to talk about this morning, envy, has fueled much discord, hatred, family conflicts, and even murder of business colleagues, rivals, professional rivals, romantic rivals, and even family members. Yes, the disease of the heart called envy. What is envy? Well, it's a discontent within the heart when some perceived good occurs in the lives of others. To be envious is to be the opposite of being magnanimous. When you are magnanimous, you're just glad to see others do well. And you praise God and you say, you, you feel happy to know that that family is doing well, or that man got a promotion, or this person is building a house, or this person is going off to, to college. You are happy to see the progress in others, and you express that in a magnanimous manner. Well, envy is at the other end of the spectrum. In envy, you are uncomfortable. You feel uncomfortable when you see advances, advantages being roped in by others. We are not happy to see others go forward. Your neighbor's child gets a scholarship. Yours did not. And you feel that uncomfortable feeling of jealousy against that person's uh, situation. Your business place, your shop, is struggling to survive under the pandemic, yet your friend's shop down the road is doing better business, and you have that feeling of jealousy, that feeling of envy. You know, envy is often overlooked in terms of sins, but let us not forget that it's not what we believe is a sin, it's what God says is sin. In the book of Galatians chapter 5 verse 19 and following it says, now the works of the flesh are evident which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, 
outburst of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So, this matter of envy is not to be taken lightly. Therefore, this morning we are presenting this lesson in which we seek to understand and overcome envy. Understanding and overcoming envy. Envy really comes from Satan. It is devilish. In the book of James, chapter 3, the devilish nature of envy is clearly put forward. And I'm reading from the New King James Version of the Bible. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. In other words, it is from Satan. Satan is the, behind that spirit of envy. He is the one who wants you out of that to hate. It comes from his instigation. So envy is devilish. But it is also dangerous. It deceives us into thinking it's okay to have this feeling of I, I'm not glad that that person has achieved what they have achieved. Sometimes it can even mistakenly become the motive for doing something good if conceivably it results in another person feeling bad. Can you imagine that? Well, in the book of Philippians chapter 1, Paul spoke of this situation. He says, verse 15, Some indeed preach Christ even from envy and strife, some also from goodwill. The former, that is those who preach Christ. In other words, there are people who are preaching and they are preaching out of a spirit of envy towards others. And they'll be throwing words against others. They don't dislike a person. They're using the pulpit for that purpose of hurting others. The former preach Christ from selfish ambition. They're not thinking about presenting the pure message of Christ. They're trying to get at somebody. The former preach Christ from selfish ambition. Not sincerely supposing to add affliction to my chains. So some people are using that sermon to hit out at Paul, out of envy against Paul. But the latter 
that is preach Christ out of a genuine desire to spread the gospel, but the latter out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. So this envy can be quite deceptive because you'll be say, ah, preaching is a good thing, but your motive is that of envy. Hence, envy is not good for our souls. It's going to make us miserable and unhappy. You remember that story, the story of the prodigal son? Very interesting story. The prodigal son, of course, he made a mess of his life. He went away with his inheritance from his father, and he spent it in riotous living. And eventually, he remembered that he could, in fact, come back home. And he came back home. And his father was so glad to see him. He said, well, for this my son who was dead is alive again. Luke chapter 15 and verse 24. He was lost and is found. And they began to make merry. But older son, verse 25 of Luke chapter 15, was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, your brother has come. And because he has uh, received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. But he was angry. In other words, he was not happy to see his brother. He was not overjoyed. Well, my brother is back. No, he was angry because of the good reaction of the father towards the son. He was angry and would not go in. That is, would not go into the celebration. Therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. Well, out of envy, that older brother had that reaction. Not glad to see a turnaround in the life of his brother. Friends, that's how dangerous envy is. It's not good for you. It makes you miserable. Instead of being happy at his brother coming back, he's unhappy. That's what envy does for you. The Bible says that in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 13, a sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy, the rottenness of the bones. Rottenness of the bones. In other words, this is unhealthy spiritually. It is not a good attitude and feeling to nurture in your soul. Get rid of it. Envy has caused great harm on this earth. Remember what Cain did to Abel, his brother, he killed him? He killed him out of envy. Many business rivals have been put away from this earth by others because of envy. Someone is hired to kill that rival to get rid of his success in business. Romantic rivals have done similarly. Hurt others, thrown acid at others, done all sorts of things because of envy. Friends, 
this is a damaging and very, very uh, dangerous attitude to have. And we should fight against it. And the thing is, you can be a child of God and the devil gets into your heart to have this, this attitude of envy. In 1 John chapter 3, it says, For this is the message that you heard from the beginning, verse 11, that we should love one another. Not as Cain, who was of the wicked one, and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his works were evil and his brothers were righteous. And because his brothers were righteous, he envied his brother. Envy caused Saul, King Saul, to hunt down David to kill him because of David's popularity and success. And ultimately, it was envy that caused the Jews to call for the crucifixion of an innocent Jesus Christ. In Matthew chapter 27, we read thus from verse 15. Matthew 27 from verse 15, right? It says, Now, at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release to the multitude one prisoner whom they wished. And at that time, they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. Therefore, when they had gathered together, Pilate said to them, whom do you want me to release to you, Barabbas or Jesus who is called Christ? For he knew that they had handed him over because of envy. Now, of course, they cried for the release of Barabbas and the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Let us remember this in closing. God commands that we put away envy from our lives. Friends, this thing can creep up on us. In 1 Peter chapter 2, Therefore lay aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking. Verse 2, As newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Say, say, look, put away these things from an evil attitude in your heart toward others, have a deceptive spirit, being a hypocrite, being an envious person. He said, put those things away from you and embrace the word of God. Because continuing with envy in our hearts is spiritual suicide. It's going to bring you down. Remember Haman in the story of Mordecai and Esther? Haman became an enemy of Mordecai. He hated Mordecai. He envied Mordecai. And he built a gallows. A gallows there that Mordecai would be hung on it. In the end, Haman was hung on that same gallows. All because of envy. Friends, envy will lead to our spiritual demise. Remember what we said from Galatians 5, 
that those who practice these things will not see that kingdom of God. In the book of Romans, chapter 1, verse 39, a similar thing is pointed out. Romans 1, verse 29, it says, Being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy. Full of envy. And it goes on to say, who knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. So you practice envy, and you're going to lose your soul. So run far from it. How do you overcome envy within us? And my friends, you look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Put on Christ, my friends. Let us walk properly as in the day, says Paul in Romans chapter 13, verse 13. Not in revelry and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy. But put on the Lord Jesus and make no provisions for the flesh. So Christ is really the answer. Because when a person becomes a Christian, when you believe in Jesus Christ and you repent of your sins and confess the name of Christ and you are immersed in water for the remission of your sins. And that's what we're talking about when we talk about becoming a Christian. The Holy Spirit comes to dwell within us. And that Holy Spirit bears fruit within us. And now we are followers of Christ. We are of Christ. We are disciples of Christ. And now we are all about following the teachings of Christ. So, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 points out that love does not envy. Philippians 4, verse 11, teachings of Christ, envy is to be put away. Paul says, for I've learned in whatever state I've found myself to be content. So we are content, so we don't have any time being envious of others. So, as a Christian, we walk under the influence of the Holy Spirit and we throw envy out the door. So I encourage you, put on Christ. Resist envy. Overcome it through Jesus Christ. Realize that this is a deadly sin that can lead to murder, to losing our souls eventually. So become a child of God today and fight the sin of envy. This morning on Christ for Jamaica, we have presented a lesson entitled Understanding and Dealing with Envy. Think about it, my friends. This is not an attitude, a disease of the heart to be allowed to fester within us. This can cause us to lose our soul. If you'd like to receive a copy of this message on CD or by email attachment, you can call us now at 876-341-5267. 876-341-5267.
or you may send us a WhatsApp message at that same number, 876-341-5267. You can send us a WhatsApp message at any time. But you can call between 545 and 645 this number. Or you may write us at Christ for Jamaica, PO Box 212, Kingston 7, Jamaica. And we'll be happy to respond positively to you. Christ for Jamaica is presented jointly by the Jamaica School of Preaching and Biblical Studies International and the Mona Church of Christ. It's presented in the name of Jesus Christ on behalf of faithful Christians everywhere. So until next Sunday morning, 5.15 on Radio Jamaica, this is Gladwin Kidu on behalf of Brother Tito Williamson saying, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. My guide and stay on me Oh, oh, oh.